Yeah, it's sports talk from the three bros. Something you can bet on like Pete Rose. And you better not miss it like some free throws. Giving taste is more accurate than Drew Brees throws. And it might get explosive like some C4. We just giving you a look inside the peephole. So if you got a weak take, you better keep those. And get your cheeks swole when you step into the ring with the Amiibos. Yes, sir. We are back. We are back. Finally, we're back, fellas. Another week, another episode, another edition of the Me Bros Podcast. I am your host, one third of the Me Bros. Damon here with my brothers. Fellas, how we feeling? Jeremy 85, JDZ. What's going on, boys? Man, I'm feeling good. I've had all these weeks of digesting the last dance and all this stuff of no sports and we're about to start talking about some sports again. Yeah. I'm excited, baby. Ah, uh, yeah. Jeremy, how you feeling over there, man? What's popping in? I'm great. I don't know. I don't know if I'm feeling as good as is Macho Man Randy Savage over there, but um, feeling great, man. Snap into a slim gym, man. Well, ready to talk about, man. We we missed you guys. First of all, thanks for stopping in. If you clicked on uh this pod, we first wanted to thank you for actually clicking on it and just uh we've been gone for a while. We're happy to be back. We got a lot to talk about today. Uh, so thanks for tuning in and let's get into it. As we all know, boom boom. The uh the the main uh thing that's been on everybody's TV other than probably uh Ozarks or some Netflix uh series has been The Last Dance. Uh incredible ten part series. Uh just came to an end this past Sunday. Myself, my wife, and I are definitely gonna be disappointed that you know we that we're not gonna have that time slot filled on a Sunday, but uh let's start, do. With, let's let's the, start with uh Jerry. What 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 do we have, Jeremy? What, what uh, Lance Armstrong documentary is on right now. Man, I started cool. watching it. It's pretty awesome. I, it's it's probably good. I want to. I want mm-hmm. It's probably interesting to hear. You know what a crook thinks about scamming the entire world with uh, yellow <laughs> bracelets. But of course. Um. But yeah. So let's talk about MJ, man. Um. Let's let's start with Jeremy first because I think Jared. Uh. Just to give the viewers a a, a, a listeners rather, a quick backstory. Jared and Jeremy have been arguing nonstop about LeBron and MJ for the past five weeks. And for some reason, I think that Jared feels attacked when people talk about MJ. So let, let's start with Jeremy on this, and we'll we'll get to Jared. Let's start with your takeaways, Jeremy. Last dance. Um, This actually just proved exactly what I thought. Um, I've been saying for years that literally MJ is a mix between Kobe and LeBron. He was Kobe Bryant with... LeBron's love being loved by the media. Like he got the passes that LeBron got. Except he was except he was Kobe. Like all these, oh man, Kobe's such a bad teammate. I mean, Jordan would have never done all this stuff. It's kinda like, yeah, he was Kobe. Um, which is why they got along so well. And then also Jordan was I mean, worse. Just, yeah, he probably was. And then the, just to look back and go, I mean, how great was he that as soon as he got an all-star teammate, he started winning titles? I mean, I don't. I think it's pretty hard to argue who's the goat now, and I and I think you can argue with his with his tactics. You can, um, but you can't argue with the results. And the one thing I will say is is that as much as people talk about, oh man, LeBron would have never done that. Yeah, that's probably true, but he wasn't out there trying to get his teammates traded. He was out there trying to help his teammates and improve. And so in doing so, helping them to get to the level he was on, um, 
I think something magical happened out of it. So, I, I mean, I, I, I got to respect a guy who puts his team on his back, wins titles, doesn't jump from team to team, and gets it done. Gets it done. So I think Jordan proved himself again to be the GOAT. Uh, definitely sad seeing Kobe uh, post-mortem on the um, documentary, but, um, you know, it's it, it was a great something to watch in, in a time where we didn't have very much on TV. Yeah, Jim. Well, uh, go ahead. One more, sorry, one more. T- one more takeaway. Well, I'm the one person that got annoyed with the. I, I didn't really like the production quality as far as uh, all the switching back and forth. I don't. I don't. I would prefer you to stay on one topic. Maybe go year by year. I feel like it was way too much. Like, oh, we're gonna go from '98 to. I agree. What, what was the, what was the whole like? Okay, I'm gonna start at '97 and then start at '89. Yeah, I was like confused. Like, what, what year are we in again? I don't. I, I, don't, like, I don't know what. I don't get it. Um, it wasn't that bad, but it was definitely kind of like, okay, this is this something new or like a trend <laughs> in, in documentary, documentary editing? I don't know. Um, but, yeah, what do you think about this uh, long-awaited Last Dance documentary? I, I think, um, you know, one of the greatest quotes that we've seen in, in sports um, is Dennis Green when he was the coach for the Arizona Cardinals, and they ended up blowing a lead to the eventual NFC champions, Chicago Bears, and after the game, they asked him, you know, about what his thoughts were, and he said, they are who we thought they were. Um, and he yelled, he said, you know, if you want to crown them, if you want to crown their ass, crown them. They are who we thought they were. And that's how I feel about the documentary. I mean, I, I said before the documentary came out, I was like, well, Jordan's going to win his 12th ring by the end of this documentary because he's going to win these six all over again. And I, I expected, I was like, yeah, this is probably the way it's going to work, and, and it's, it's not a surprise. I mean, the reality of the situation is you got Jordan, who I think has a legitimate argument for being the greatest basketball player of all time. Like I, I, Jeremy says, I don't think we can have a debate about it. I, I disagree. I um, I think there's two argument. parts. <laughs> I think uh, I think when you look at it, right, and I'll, I'll, I'll bring this back. So uh, for the listeners, before I got married, before Damon and his wife got married, we were all roommates. Me, me and Damon and his, his wife, Ashley, and – We'd have these debates all the time. And the crazy parts about the debates were I was right all the time. Um, but they, they for some reason, didn't pick up on it. That, that does sound crazy. I know. We, we have these debates about Damon would say, Robert De Niro is more popular worldwide than LeBron or more known worldwide than LeBron. And I was like, Damon, no, he's not. Or we'd have that, this- that is not true. That is not actual. That is that absolutely is a debate. That, it, it, it is absolutely a debate we had. Uh Anyway, but here's the thing, though. You probably said that. When did we live together? In 2012. This is 2012. Yes. Um, That's probably it. Was probably arguable in 2012. Uh, no, because everybody remembered LeBron as the choker in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, mean, I, think, I think at the end of the day, though. But yeah, go ahead. Drew. You have to look at it and say, uh, you know, there we had one of the arguments that we had was um, Damon's wife Ashley would always say that Johnny Depp was a better actor than Denzel Washington. And her reasoning behind it was Johnny Depp has much more versatility than Denzel. And, you know, if you go through Denzel's movies, and Denzel's my favorite actor of all time. I, I can't deny he's my favorite. But all Denzel's movies, he similarly plays the same character. Even if it's a good character or a bad character, he mm. plays the role the same way. He does. If you look at it, every movie he has, 
has at some point where he smacks the table and he makes some statement that's the, the key quote of the movie where he you know, so he gets angry. No, no, he, every, <laughs> he, he smacks the table and does this this line. You know, um, King Kong, any guys on me? Or he has John Q. I am not gonna bury my son. My son's gonna bury me. Or you can go through every movie. He's got that line in there, right? Jared, Jared, you can't really say he got game. And Preacher's Wife is the same role. You can't. I, I'm not telling you. It's the same role. I'm telling you, he's, he plays a similar he, – he plays the role similarly, right? He doesn't have the versatility of a Johnny Depp who can play a mobster and then come out and play Edward Scissorhands and then can come out and play, uh, you know, uh, Willy Wonka. Like he just – at the end of the day, there's a – the versatility that Denzel doesn't have that a Johnny Depp may have. And I think that's what – when I look at it, I think of – LeBron and I think of Michael Jordan. I think of him similarly. I think that um, the way that LeBron has much more versatility, I believe, and the fact that if you need LeBron to be your, oh. lead, I, I think if you need LeBron to be your your big to to play in a small ball lineup, not your center, but if you need him to be a big and grab rebounds, he can go and guard versus David West or um, some something along those lines. I think if you need him to be the point guard to facilitate the offense, he can do that. I think if you need him to guard a smaller guard, he can do that. If you need him to guard a power forward, maybe a What if you need him to play ball. off ball? If you need him to play, he's played off ball a, a good bit in his career. He played off ball um, for, with, with Kyrie. When Kyrie was on the floor, he led, led the league and uh, led the team in no, usage rate. Um, his last year, he had the, uh, he was on the Cavs. Um, if you looked at it, what is usage rate? Usage rate is who has the ball in their hey, hands see, that's the a, most. That's, that's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a flawed system. So for one, usage rate is not who has the ball in their hands the most. It's a percentage that you have the ball in your hands when you're on the floor. LeBron played more minutes, so what's called had a higher usage rate. But overall usage, LeBron was still higher. No, no, no. No, so, Jeremy, Kyrie's usage rate was like, higher. No, 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 no. He had a higher usage rate. That's a, the usage rate is your percentage that you're, when you're on the floor. So... When Ky- if Kyrie plays five less minutes and he, he has 0.2 higher percent usage rate, then LeBron has, has a higher usage overall. But here's the thing, though. That when they're on the court, Kyrie's usage was higher. Like, you can say, oh, because well, LeBron but played no, you, more minutes. You can't really say that, though, based on usage rate because it could be Jeremy, Kyrie's Ky- usage rate could Kyrie, be 50 when nobody Kyrie else, was bringing when, the ball up the court when LeBron and him were on the team last. He was. At the end of the day... If you need LeBron to play off the ball, LeBron played off the ball for for tons of time during that series because he was posting. So I, I in, in the finals. So I think the, the versatility of LeBron I think shines. I think when you look at it and you compare Denzel, I think if I'm going to compare this documentary, I would go to to Denzel and Training Day. And I think this is what I mean. If you remember when Training Day, when Ethan Hawke uh, was doing the the, the training and Denzel had him smoke PCP, right? And he said it's angel's dust, you know, whatever. He gave all the names to it, right? And then at the end, when he was going to turn him in, he said, you know, you're going to turn me in with PCP in your system? And he said, you set me up this whole time. And he said, of course I did. This ain't chess. I, I, this is chess. <laughs> it ain't checkers, right? The another classic, classic uh, quote from Denzel. But that's, I feel like that's exactly what, what, what uh, Jordan did in this documentary. If you watched it, it was a it was a classic where he set up he set up Scottie Pippen at the beginning of this documentary, and I feel like if I was Scottie Pippen, I would be so pissed off. Jordan's not getting shot at the end because Jordan. Jordan <laughs> yes, this is what Jordan did. Jordan started the documentary <laughs> off by saying, "Without Scottie Pippen, there's no Michael Jordan." He, he gave he gave this this kind of like long without without Scottie Pippen, there's no Michael Jordan, and then 
He trashes him throughout the entire documentary. He literally takes every chance to trash Scotty. Jared, what was the, Listen, but I, I, I don't want to interrupt you, but what was the most damning thing to Scotty Pippen? It was what he said. It wasn't what Michael said. It was that he said he'd do it over again. No, no. That, was, that was the most damning thing. To no, no, it wasn't. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why it was, it was what Jordan did. First off, and people that don't realize this was not Jordan's first 30 for 30. There was Jordan had a previous 30 for 30. Jordan rides the bus, which categorized all Scotty's failings from 94 and 95 when Jordan was playing baseball. So the fact that they brought this up again, when this was supposed to be the last dance about Jordan's last season, I thought already was somewhat out of bounds. Jordan's given his his commentary on it yeah, in the sense that Jordan wasn't on this Jordan wasn't on a team. So Jordan, how's Jordan giving yeah, his? But this is, let, this let, is, let me finish. Let me finish real quick. This is the last. And then okay. and then you look at you look at the situation where Jordan <laughs> Jordan uh, they show Scotty choking the free throws versus uh, versus the the Pacers. And you, you want to know when they didn't show uh, somebody choking free throws? They didn't show Carl Malone in that final game when when they showed the heroics of Jordan. They didn't show when the, the Jazz were up three. Carl uh, Malone went to the free throw line, game six, and missed both free throws to leave them a chance for Jordan to make those plays. Because if you show that, then, then the- wow, why did they not show what led up to Jordan hit the the, the ridiculous shot? Jared, yeah, Jared, because, because here's, the, ex- here's the thing. Exactly. Jared. What did they even sound? The, the, they're supposed, the to, they're supposed to let somebody let you know that somebody choked. Was when they lost to, <laughs> when they when they lost to the Pacers in that situation. They wanted to show. This was Scotty's fault because he missed both free throws here. And then it wasn't that it was Scotty's fault. That was a sequence. What are you talking about? But it about? was the sequence in the Jazz. If you're going to show Scotty miss it, you should show Carl Malone miss it to show that that's how Jordan got in that spot. The, the, I felt like every but chance. But somebody Jared, always misses the shot, Jerry, or somebody makes a shot before a sequence but, or somebody didn't the hit the, it, the final shot. So here, that's a well, here, Here's the question, though, right? So explain this. If you look at, if you want to look at all of, uh, of of Jordan's moments during that that time, Jordan edited out every bad moment he had. If you look at it, he had the he, he had the gambling situation, right? He and he went to Atlanta City yep. gamble before what game. Does, what does it have any? Let me, let me explain. Let me, I'm, I'm explaining. Let me explain. It? Do let me Jordan. explain it. So they had the gambling situation, which they covered, where Jordan went to Atlanta City before Game Two versus the Knicks, and he gambled, and then he came out played badly, lost, and then they come out and said Jordan needed to respond Game Three. And he did. And they showed the score that they won. But what they didn't show was that Jordan actually played terrible the next game. He went three for 18 and they won because Scotty went 10 for 12, shot 85% from the field and had 29 points. They never highlighted any of But did he have a triple double? Listen, but l- so let me finish. You, you're supposed to highlight Jordan's no, no, you, bad games? No, no. You highlight if, you, about if you're going to highlight Scotty's bad moments, you have to highlight the games where he actually played well because they didn't show one. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Well. They didn't highlight Scotty's bad moments. They showed a sequence. No, no, they showed every game winning shot. They showed, they so showed Scotty, yeah, high grain. Scotty, they showed Scotty missing both free throws. They showed Scotty not going back <laughs> in. They showed they, they, they showed Scotty not getting surgery. Let me ask you a question. They, they, Jerry, Jerry, I, I, even if I give you that, if I give if I give that, um. Did they show Scotty playing terrible in the Magic, Magic series, or did they say MJ would play well? Because Scotty was really the reason why they lost that series. Scotty shot like thirty something percent shooting. MJ averaged thirty one six and five on forty eight percent shooting. So if we really want to look at it. They showed that as MJ's failing when it was really Scotty because Scotty played awful in that series. Man, what do you mean it was MJ's failing? 
In 95, when they lost to the match, uh, Jeremy, they showed it as MJ being out of shape. MJ well, just couldn't, well, MJ, couldn't MJ, get to the level. And that no, no, I, I agree, Scott didn't play well, but MJ choked two of those games away. And they showed that. Exactly. So just like Scotty choked them exactly. away. Exactly. But here's the thing. It, it was the same thing. No, it's not. Because they showed 18 great Jordan moments and one choke. They showed six failings of Scotty Pippen and no positive moments of it. They didn't. They didn't. But Jared, you're you're not talking about. They didn't show any positive moments. They gave Scotty a whole whole episode. Oh, like, choking. Just they because didn't give they Scotty showed Scotty missing free throws. They did oh, in a sequence. Well, they showed. They, they showed. They, they, they like gave Scotty a whole episode of crushing Scotty. That's not. A, that's not a positive. No, they didn't do that. This is how this 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 world's in the place it is now. Somebody can watch something and 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 totally. Completely interpreted totally no, different. They said the report so right now Scotty Pippen is livid at Michael Jordan because of the way that they edited this documentary. Because my because Scotty's soft. Um you gotta understand. We're talking about Scotty. Well, he was Pippen. lying when he was sitting down on those couches. It seemed like in the last six months when he was saying the words that came out of his mouth. He, so he wasn't telling the truth. No, it wasn't that he was he was he was lying. I don't think he, he was lying about what he said. So think, how how are you interpreting them giving giving Scotty? And I think it 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 I I thought they did a lot more than they should have to show the how how important Scotty was to Jordan. They didn't have to highlight how they didn't highlight Scottie what, what did they, what did they and, highlight you know, how underrated Scottie? he was. What, like, what did they highlight of Scotty? They didn't highlight about Scotty being uh, underpaid. Being they, 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 they highlight here, here, here's another point though. They highlighted Scotty being underpaid as in Scotty signed this dumb contract. They didn't highlight that Jordan signed the exact same contract. That Jordan was underpaid for the majority of his career. They didn't highlight it like he was a dummy, Jerry. They did. They they, said he decided to take the contract said, Scott, because he, he wanted the money. He wanted the he money. He wanted secured money because he was down, and it was a long-term play. He didn't know the, the type of money that guy was going to be getting a year. Yeah, right, but they didn't. They, and they, they didn't really let him up. But did they say they that They actually about explained Jordan, it well because, because they said Jordan his, had his the dad. They said his – but Jerry, they actually gave context to it. Jerry, they actually gave context Jordan signed Jordan. an eight-year, twenty-five million-dollar deal two years before Scotty signed. How much he was making on Nike, But here's the here's the point, though. He was paid bottom. He he wasn't paying the top fifty players in the NBA for seven consecutive years because he signed that dumb contract. Jared. So the the fact of the matter is, I feel like. Well, they, they touched they touched on that though because they said when he was playing baseball, Jerry Ronstor said I continue to pay him because he was so underpaid. But yeah, for, he for, continued for, to pay him for, for, uh, while he's playing. I don't think it's. I mean, I don't think it's a it's a thing of like, oh, we they continue to pay him the two million he was getting paid a year. Like, okay, great. Like, like I, I'm telling, all, all I'm saying is yeah. this: that they, they took every chance of pointing out Scotty's failings, and then when you had the chances of yeah. okay, because because if you have a, a chance where you are oh, you down o two, Scotty comes out, shoots eighty five percent from the field, has twenty nine points to lead you to a victory versus the Knicks, <laughs> and then and then they're like. Oh, and even even this, even in the Knicks series, Bro, you really watched one of the best I know, documentaries I, I ever. I thought it was a great documentary. Just to highlight the people that they didn't, they weren't nice to. No, no. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's a documentary. It, but it, here's the: it was a Jordan Jared. edited documentary. He edited all yes, of his bad moments. Yes, called the Last Dance. But the, here's the thing: he edited Jared, his the, bad moments out. I'm asking you a question, Jared. Yes. Jared, did, did they did, did they not highlight the reason why Scotty wanted that uh, sign this contract? Yes. They highlighted that he that he had a, a handicapped brother and a dad that he he's responsible right. for taking care of. Do I mean, so they, 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 I watched that. They didn't. They I'm didn't not, say I'm he was not like just stupid. Saying, I'm not saying just that. That's one of them. They clearly they they clearly took every opportunity to crush to uh 
to crush Scottie Pippen. Like, I, I think – I, I, I will tell you this. Scotty got a lot of uh, Kyrie in him. And y'all uh, y'all out here been getting on my boy Kyrie all day. Scotty got a lot of Kyrie. Oh, he him. does. I'm not. I'm not. Seriously, I'm not absolving Scotty. I think. I think the, the film and as you you watch the people on the shows, Stephen A. Smith, ever. Scotty definitely did not come off well in this documentary. And the reason is now you can say some of it's to blame from Scotty, and maybe they're exposing some of what Scotty yeah. did. But I think when you looked at it, there were chances where you could have pointed out. All right, Scotty had a huge game here. Scotty had a huge game here. They never showed any of those. And then when Jordan had the bad games, like they won. Jordan came through. And they didn't show it. They didn't show why. Like, and when 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 they show, Jared, well, do you, do you not think do you not think they gave uh, Scotty a lot of a lot of credit for toughing through game se- uh, game six in the last season? I just want you when Jordan had forty something. Jeremy, Jeremy, just think about this logically. Imagine you having a, a, an amazing career. Let's say half the career of Michael Jordan, right? A career good enough to where somebody wants to actually film it and edit it and put it together and present it to somebody. Imagine doing that, and this is about your career, some of your downs, most of your ups, and then somebody comes by and says, Med, when he was really showing how well his career was, why didn't he highlight some of the bad games he had? How dare he no, make no. a documentary where he edits out the I, bad things I, that happened? I'm not, I'm not he only highlights the good and a little I'm bit of the bad. I'm not Jordan. But I, agree, I agree with what Horace Grant said when he says no when Horace Grant said this wasn't a documentary, this was Jordan just talking about himself. He said 90% of this stuff was a bull. So who do you believe? I believe Horace yeah. Grant. <laughs> oh, you believe uh, Horace believe Grant? Yeah, all right, let's, let's move Grant. on. I do. Matter of <laughs> fact, I, I will say this. Somebody somebody in this Facebook group, I mean, it's like a, a whole bunch of people talking to talk about sports, oh posted God. this. Posted this article for Horace Grant, like right after he left the Bulls, talking about how so where did that guy get all the information? Couldn't, couldn't deal with all the pressure. Where, where like did a, that guy get a, all a direct the interview with Scott where, with Horace, where he was like killing Scott. He said that Scott he couldn't handle the pressure. Like, <laughs> like you really think that Jordan don't know who 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 uh, who who gave him the Jordan Rules book, Jordan Rules info? You really think he didn't know that was Horace Grant? Now, if somebody you played on a team for four years in college, Jared, the reason he thinks you know is because Jared, Arthur, you played on a team, best friend. He was his best man in his but Jared. So he assumed that Horace Grant was any, a, 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 Jared. Any th- any thanked him in the credits. You've got to stop <laughs> acting like you never were an athlete, you never were on a team before. If you took any of the teams that we were at North Carolina AT on our tennis team, and I had to say, man, that year, somebody wrote an article in a newspaper about us in the register, and they got some inside information. I would know exactly who it was. Yeah. I don't know exactly who it was. Think about it. Think about that Clemson. Think about that Clemson. I don't know exactly who it was. You got to start putting yourself in a situation like these are humans. First off, you would you would have you. He knows his Horace. He does not know it was Horace. Horace and the guy are are best friends, so he assumed it was Horace. The guy's the best friends with Horace, and he has inside information. Who else is going to do it? Jared, Jared, the guy did thank Horace and and the. Yeah, he did thank Horace in the um, in the credits. In the in the in the credits, yeah. Yes, I'm not yeah, telling you. Yeah. I'm not telling these you are regular people, dog. From uh, from Horace, I'm just telling you that if, if if you're gonna make the statement that Horace was the one who gave all the information on me and all the bad stuff in practice, you need to know more than just saying, "Well, they're best friends," so I'm assuming that's where he got it. Yeah, you really think he didn't know that? He's gonna tell all the business on the Last Dance, and it, and it's only twelve of them. Well, I mean, people on an NBA team. 15, 12? 15. You trying to tell me you really think that Michael Jordan 
don't have ears and eyes everywhere and knows who gave the, gave that information to that dude. Oh, you really it, think that? And the guy's the guy's best friend. Can't have ears and eyes. Oh, man. You can't because the guy who you're talking about having ears and eyes would be the person who told the story. And he's Horace's best friend. But Jerry, Jerry, do you think Horace hasn't talked to anybody else? Like these, these stories aren't like, oh man, I'm just gonna tell one person. No, no I, I think yeah, it, said either the thing was multiple last, last talk, guys. So, I mean, it, it wasn't just Horace. If it was one person, it clearly wasn't just Horace. It was multiple sources giving multiple information on it. But at the end of the day, I think I'm not. I don't, I, don't, I don't fault Jordan for it. If it was me, and I was, <laughs> if I was in that position, and I was Michael Jordan in the sense that probably the most egotistical athlete we've seen. Right, and he's a killer. He's, I mean, but I think that's part of his his mentality is. Uh, I don't, Jared. I don't know if I would say he's even more egotistical than LeBron. Jeremy, this guy went to his retirement speech. LeBron and invited just does guy, in a different way. No, this guy went yeah. to his retirement speech and brought the guy who made the high school team over him just to rub it in his face. Jared, LeBron couldn't get the job done in his hometown, so he hires a camera crew to come to a YMCA and announce that he's going to take his talents to two other Hall of Fame. Uh, people yeah. down in Miami, like Jared, what? Jared, this, this man, this man so created his raised, own TV you say, show. You say to he raised, announce, uh, Wait, wait, Jared. Are you Jared, saying, no, no, hold on. Jared, this man created his own TV show and did announce on this show thirty million he, dollars they, for the Boys and Girls Foundation. We're not talking about how no, much no, charity Jared, LeBron weighs. LeBron's Jared, a great guy. Jared, he does a lot for charity. We're talking about Jared, his competitive spirit. What made him go join two Hall of Famers? You know, Jordan Kobe would never do. Yeah, that. first off, Jordan had four Hall of Famers on that last team. Secondly, we made him. Jared, no, he didn't make him. Who the four, who the four Hall of Famers on the last team? We made him. Wait, 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 Jared, Jared, who the four Hall of Famers? No, no, answer that question. If hi, how can you make how can you make me a Hall of Famer if you couldn't win before I got there? And if, if, if the question is this: Jared, if you ain't never cooked a meal and then I show up and then you make the best meal ever, you can't say you taught me how to cook. You couldn't cook before I got there. How, how can I not? Because you didn't cook before I, I got there. Scotty won playoff series without Jordan. Jared. Jordan never won a playoff series without Scotty. Jared. Jared. Jared, that's no, you really but, in your right mind but, uh, are trying to say that Jordan, Michael that, Jordan, that Jordan made Scotty better. No, Jared, I'm Jared, ask you about Jared, this Jared, scenario. Jared, you really think Jared, that, I, that honestly, Scotty Pippen makes I, I, I the Hall of Fame Michael Jordan? Better, I just need it. Jared, Jared, wait, wait, wait. can y'all not hear me? I can hear you. Go ahead. Jared, was a uh, all right. So answer the question: Who are these four Hall of Famers you keep talking about? Because it was not four Hall of Famers Jordan, on the team. Please Rodman, tell me who four Hall of Famers are: Jordan, Rodman, Pippen, Kukoc. Kukoc in the Hall of Famer. Kukoc is in the Hall of Fame as we speak. If it is, it's for Europe. It ain't definitely for no NBA. No, it's there's no NBA Hall of Fame. It's the Naismith Hall of Fame. Tony Kukoc is in there. Exactly. All right, so basically, at the end of the day, this Tony Kukoc never made an NBA All Star game. Guys, really, we all have seen highlights. We've all seen the games. We've all seen the documentaries. Dude, I mean, why are we having this conversation? Yeah, like, like, why, here's, like, here's, I don't know, why are we having this conversation? I'm not sure. Like, what you really think Tony Kukoc? You really think Tony Kukoc, without being on that Chicago team, is a Hall of Famer? Yes. You think Tony Kukoc, he probably bro. would because he's the best player in Europe for like forever. But Dennis Rodman is because he was a, was 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 a, uh, the best rebounder, the man in, in Detroit. But Jared, it's a lot different than Dennis Rodman, who's coming as just an enforcer and a rebounder, than Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade wasn't yeah. Scotty at that. And, and Jared. Just stop. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade was great 
in 06. Dwayne Wade was, yeah. was great Man, 2011 to 2012. Yeah, Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne Wade was not even Dwayne first Wade. team or second team all NBA 2013, 14 or on. He was he made a third team. Yeah, what was Scotty ever first team all NBA? His his second refit runoff for MVP. He he, uh, he he went it was first team all NBA. That one year, yep. Yeah. So that one what year. What I'm telling you yeah. is though, Scott, Scotty, Scotty Scotty was a, a a great player for years and years to come. Dwayne Wade was great with LeBron for two seasons. Yeah, he wasn't. For two seasons he was great. Jared, t- what's Scotty do after 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 Jordan? Left? Nothing. He made the conference finals and was a play was a, a choke from Portland. Oh, you talking when he was the fifth best player on the team? No, he was the second. He was the leading, the sixth person in, in third team, a second team All NBA defense. He was not. That was Damon Stoudemire. So he was. So Damon no, Stoudemire. Ran, Damon Stoudemire was. So Rasheed Wallace, Rasheed Wallace, Abita uh, Sabonis, Bonzi Wells, and Scotty Pippen. Yes, yeah, right, quit so. playing. We gotta move on. I got on. one more one more statement, Damon. We're right. talking about cause I cause cause Jared was cutting off when I was talking about the, the arrogance of LeBron. This dude really created a TV, his own TV show, then went on that show and announced he's the greatest player to play basketball. This is the same person. I'm not telling no, LeBron didn't walk nothing back. Um yeah, he, did. he was looking kind of real humble. What you, LeBron said, "I would, I would, I would die to play versus any of those guys." Is what he said. At the end of the day, no, LeBron. I mean, play, let's talk about he meant play with oh, any no, of those oh guys. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I forgot about this. In just LeBron fashion, you know what the you know what the headline was last week? The headline was it wasn't LeBron. Oh man, I would love, I would have loved to compete against Jordan. What did LeBron say, Jeremy? LeBron did I would have been a great, I would have been a better Scottie Pippen. Man, we would have been one hell of a match. No, nobody could have been able to beat no, me. No, he Jordan. didn't. That, <laughs> what? No. <laughs> what you call it? Yeah. Brian Windhorst, they asked LeBron, they said, what, do you think your style would have been able to play if you played on the same team with Jordan? He said, I think it would. We would have been a hell of a teammate. He said, but I would love to compete versus him and I would have died to play versus any of those guys. There, there, the question was asked, did would his would his no. style match up with Jordan if they played on the same team? That was the question. Yeah, you guys got to take the context out because you know Jared's Jared's check context. Check the, on the, the context. Whole last dance was because LeBron <laughs> went uh, LeBron went through afterwards to even clarify the actual question that was being asked. Of course he did. The, the <laughs> article's right, written by the guy who's been following LeBron since kindergarten. All right, we got we got to move on. All right, we got to stay in the NBA though, guys. Obviously, you guys uh, saw there's a lot of passion behind the last dance doc, but. At the end of the day, great doc. Um, like I said, Sunday great night. Great doc. It might not be accurate, but it was right. Um, yeah, obviously, great his feelings about somebody he's no. never met before. But no, you know, y'all, y'all feelings uh, about Jordan. NBA, we're starting we start back in July. Um, it's going to be working through the the the, the details about uh, reopening the NBA. Um, let's let's start talk about. It. Let's start with Jerry this time. What do you think is going to be the best option? And what would you like to see happen uh, when the uh, when the NBA starts back up? Well, first and foremost, um, there, there's going to have to be some at least two weeks of training camp. Uh, there's some some obstacles that are going to come into play um, that are probably going to start right now. I mean, you got um, the reality of the situation is there's teams in in Canada and Toronto, and um, you know there's players that are overseas right now that are going to come into the U.S. and have a two week quarantine that they have to take take you know just starting off. Um, and I think. Um, when you're looking at that, that's a, a situation where 14 days there, you're going to come back in. You're going to have to at least get two weeks of training camp. Then you're going to have to at least play some games 
in a preseason format kind of thing just to get things going. Even if they, they just say, hey, these are regular season games or whatever, like there's going to have to be some warming up. You can't take guys like a Giannis who doesn't have a basketball goal and hasn't been able to practice for the last two months and just say, hey, let's just start playing games. So, um, I mean, ultimately, I think they need to figure that out. I'm all for the season continuing um, because the reality situation is I, I think this is a one of the best chances LeBron's going to have to win a ring moving forward. Um, I think the Lakers were the best team in the league when, when all this stopped. Um, and so because of that, I think – Outside losing their last game to the Nets. Uh, yeah, Jeremy. That, and, and the uh, Chiefs lost to the doggone Packers this year. I mean, what, what does that mean? But, I mean, we can't, we, can't, we can't pretend like because they won those last two games uh, against the – what's called they were the best team in the league. They, so, they Jeremy, two, Jeremy, they Jeremy let me ask two you – and three against them in Jeremy, the season. Jeremy, let me ask this question. The Bulls that went 72-10, and 10, right? Yep. If the NBA season ended that year when they lost to the Vancouver Grizzlies, who were an expansion team that year, would that mean they weren't the best team in the league? Did they have the best record in the league at that point? Uh, it depends. Oh, okay, cool. They did. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> the, the, the Lakers, when the season ended, were a half game behind the Milwaukee Bucks. They had just beaten the Bucks and the Clippers in back-to-back games, lost a random game to, to the, the New Jersey – or the Brooklyn Nets uh, in a game that was obviously meaningless. So – like you, you, we can make this dumb argument about, oh, yeah, well, maybe they weren't the best. They clearly were the best team in the league when that happened. Um, I think at the end of the day, I think this is a great opportunity for, uh, you know, you, you, you to get a chance to see, uh, you know, quality basketball. I, I, do I think it's going to be the same level that you'd have if it was a, you know, regular part of the season? No, but I think you have a chance to where guys are going to get to compete. And I think by the time you get to the playoffs actually starting, I think you're going to have some highly competitive games. And I'm looking forward to it. I uh, I think they should, in the reality of the situation, I think they should um take take the time to like play. A, there's been talks about a play in, um where some of the teams that are on the outside play to get in. Um, I love to see that. I, I love to see maybe the the teams that are in the top six. So maybe you take the OKC Thunder, you take maybe the Mavs, you take some of those teams and you play them in a play in uh, part with the Pelicans and some of those teams. Um, I'd love to see a series, or even if it was two out of three games, where it was um, Luca versus Zion, um, you know, I, that kind of matchup. Or, you know, you got John Morant going versus a, maybe a Portland and, and Damian Lillard and those guys. I mean, I think you'd have a, a phenomenal, um, you know, matchups to deal with. So at the end of the day, I think that's what they should do. I think you're in a situation now where, um, I mean, any basketball is going to be better than none. But I think there's there's some hurdles that you're going to have to cross with some of the players coming back into the country, uh, as well as just trying to figure out who's going to be in. Because the reality of the situation is, uh, could you just throw the Grizzlies in? Yeah. I mean, would that be fair? Not necessarily. But, I mean, the reality of the situation is, you know, up until this point, they deserve to be in. And I think, um, you know, Jeremy's going to have, uh, have an argument. You can't make that argument. You can't make the argument. You beat whoever whoever's in front of you. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're yeah, all, but one team played a much tougher schedule. <laughs> yeah, but but at, at the end of the day, uh, as you just saw, the Brooklyn Nets beat the Lakers and the 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 Bucks and the the Grizzlies and the Clippers didn't. So you can say, oh, well, it was a tougher schedule, but you beat whoever's in front of you, and and sometimes you you win those games, sometimes you lose those games. So um, if you if you look at the Pelicans and you can say, and I, and I do I think right now the Pelicans probably are a tougher team than the Grizzlies, probably with Zion, I would I would agree, but. And that's part of when you lose 13 straight games at one point in the season, you put yourself behind the eight ball. Um, so, you know, yeah. kind of is what it is. Well, maybe the Grizzlies would have lose 18, uh, 13 straight games if they weren't playing the uh, the Cavs every week. 
All right, 85. Uh, definitely uh, looking forward to seeing if that's actually going to happen. Uh, Jeremy, what do you think about this uh, NBA starting up down in Orlando in July? Um, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to seeing LeBron win his fourth ring um, because it, literally he, he can't lose it. Because at this point, LeBron fans are going to say, A, he would have won had the season not stopped. B, he won because he won afterwards. Or C, um, the season doesn't completely finish, and they'll say he was going to win it anyway. So, like, at, at this point, he was going to win the ring regardless, so it's going to be fourth for uh, a lot of his fans. But um, I'm looking forward to see how the season continues. Um, overall, just looking at the season, I think it's going to be exciting. I think it's uh, some of the interesting things I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing. What if Kevin Durant comes back? What if Kevin Durant is healthy now and he says, hey, I'm going to come back and play for Brooklyn? And what if Kyrie could get healthy? And then you had that team going together against the teams in the East? I mean, it could be really interesting. So Kyrie's out for at least another two months, so he won't be back. But KD could. Uh, but, I mean, if you're, if you're talking two months, I mean, two months takes you into July, playoffs, August. I mean, could, could Kyrie come back late in the playoffs if they made a run? Yeah. But still, I mean, you, are you risking the entire next season, you know, in case Kyrie really gets hurt? Yeah, I mean, we could see. I, I, I definitely think it'll be close. Um, I, I just, I just looking forward to seeing some of those, some of those matches. So I think overall, uh, the season's going to be interesting. I'm, like I say, I, I hope that there's a play in. Um, even though there's some teams that really don't want to, like the Warriors, because they're just pretty much trying to tank for a better draft pick next year. They're trusting the process right now. But um, overall, I think uh, you could have some interesting matchups in the playoffs. And I mean. I don't care what anybody says. I'd rather watch uh, the Wizards play against the Golden State Warriors right now than watch what's been on TV. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Let's get get to some basketball. I'm going to see probably some baseball on TV at that time. Basketball, NFL. Hopefully, will start back with the pre with their preseason in August. Man, it's going to be a great time to watch sports, especially with golf already back on. Wait until we get the Masters in the in the fall with the leaves falling. Man, it's going to be a great finish to the year. 2020 is about to turn itself around um, after somebody finishes playing Jumanji. Okay. <clears throat> you sound very upbeat about it. Um I like it. I like that uh I like that positivity. Um anything else you guys want to talk about? Um I, I know we haven't been here for a while. I know that's that's kind of uh been the only thing. I know uh tonight I haven't been been able to watch it yet, but uh the match two with uh Phil and excuse me, Tom Brady versus Tiger and um it's my boy Peyton. Uh, I haven't I haven't got got to check that out, but I'm looking forward to to, to watching that. And uh, yeah, um, anything else left, guys? Um, no. Um, I, mean, I, I think one of the things I will say is, you know, I've been watching First Take and some of these these shows, and you know, after the last dance, I'm hearing a lot of this um, the, the the nonsense about oh, you know, I heard Stephen A. say last week, you know, Steph Curry. I mean, he would have gotten hurt playing in the 80s. He couldn't have played that, at that time because it was just so physical. Guys, like, Steph, they would literally just injure stuff. He would just, he, he wouldn't have a chance. And I'm hearing this nonsense about these guys. Like, and, and I just want, you know, for you guys, you, you listeners that may be younger, maybe you're, you're, you're 30 years old, whatever. And you're, you're thinking to yourself, man, I, I never got a chance to really watch 80s basketball. There's this thing called YouTube. Just check it out. Like watch full games and, then you'll be astounded by how exaggerated the physicality was. Now, is it more physical than today? Absolutely. Are there some hard fouls? Yes. 
but it's like maybe an extra hard foul game. It's not like guys are getting clotheslined out of the air as if like Steph Curry just couldn't play, but Isaiah Thomas and John Stockton could dominate. Like, this 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 um, narrative has been just overplayed. Um, and, and and for me, I you guys know that I'm a huge OJ Simpson fan. Uh, not Simpson, but the documentaries fan. If you watch the People versus OJ uh, and uh, Johnny Cocker when when um, when Dar- Christopher Darden tried to say black people shouldn't hear the N word, he said. Uh, when I say this is outlandish, uncalled for, and reprehensible, and then he walks off and he says, "Blank, please." Like I, th- I think that's that's basically the the look I have when I when I listen to these guys talk about how physical the game was in the eighties. But hey, you know it is what it is. All right, cool, um, Jeremy. Yeah, um, I just want to make sure that everybody knows LeBron is the ninth best player of all time. <laughs> Good night, everyone. All right, guys, I think the out. ninth best player on ESPN was Kobe. Oh yeah, let's let's listen to this. Oh, you guys, yeah. you follow us. Tap the tap the follow button. Amibros underscore podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. We will be with you. I don't know in a few weeks. All right, guys, we're out. See you.